What's up? It's Greg Stero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riffcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So you're listening to the True Blue Riffcast. Enjoy it. Thanks, Greg. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. And <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Jeez, uh, sorry. I just got a had a little reaction in the uh, in the chat here for Dave. Smile, set yourself free. We'll we'll uh, that's our main theme for today. Smile and set yourself free with uh, Birdemic Three Sea Eagle. But who we're are going you, to be Jeremy? talking about at length today? I am doing great, Dave. How are you doing? No, you're supposed to introduce yourself. I I, oh. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, you did though. You, you totally like interrupted. Uh yes, this is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. And I am Jeremy and I'm joined as always by Hey everybody, it's me. I'm Dave. I guess this is our season premiere. Season five premiere. What really? Yeah. Hold on. Twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Oh my God! <laughs> this is the start of our fifth year of doing this That's podcast. Crazy. 
And I still have like six episodes to upload of of That's last funny. year. Oh man, but yeah, we're here and we're kicking off the year with uh Birdemic 3. We're going to be yeah. talking about that in a little bit. This is basically this episode is basically an extended version of what the hell is James Wen doing? Um Oh man, oh this is because uh you know, Birdemic 3 came out on uh digital on Tuesday and uh yeah. both of us so yesterday. Uh Yes, yes, yesterday. Yeah, and we both it, got it at my, like midnight. Yeah, we both bought it like technically. I mean, it was still Monday ish. Yeah. It was past midnight, so I guess. But yeah. Uh, so how are things going, Dave? Um. Well. Um. <laughs> I know the answer. You to guys this. don't want to hear about my work, but I'm kind of mad at them because things. But I'll I'll get over it. It'll be fine. I'm not trying to look for another job right <laughs> but uh but other than that um i took an early weekend and i'm i'm glad i did yeah uh because man, pandemic three <laughs> um <sighs> like okay guys f- full disclosure yes i still hate james when um but uh this this is something else like this movie is a paradox it's almost exactly the same as the first movie (laughs) and it really is but it's also nothing like it in 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 so many ways and like we jeremy and i were, were, were were talking about it and jeremy finished the movie last night and i'd finished it like a little while earlier and it's like we're not going to be like like trying to hold this whole movie in your head is like impossible. There's so much. Yeah. So um, I guess the first thing that we need to say about it is that um, James Wen is uh, incapable of improving his craft <laughs> because man, uh, like. You go, you go back, and you you like look at the progression of James Wen and his movies. You look at something like Julian Jack. Julian Jack really is his first movie. That really is his best movie. Which and it's he, weird. It's weird to say that out loud, but yeah. it really, it really is. It really is. And so, but like, and he got way worse with with Replica, and we all know about Birdemic, and then Birdemic Two is what it is. And then he didn't make a movie for like eight years, and now and uh, uh, now we have this, and yeah, well, I don't we'll, even know where to begin. We'll we'll get more into it in a second here. Um, okay. But first, let's uh, let's take a look at let's do some normal stuff. Let's take a look at the oh, weekend oh, box oh, office oh, first. Oh, I thought we were diving right in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're gonna be here for a while, guys. We're gonna do all the departments and all of Redemic Three. So strap it. It's gonna be a uh, long one. The uh, the number one movie, of course, is still Avatar: The Way of Water, uh, uh, with a uh, domestic gross of uh, five hundred and ninety-eight million dollars. Um, uh, the second place is Puss in Boots, which is interesting because it Puss was down. Boots. It was down to third place. Uh, and it moved back up into second. 
um, it kind of got a second wind, uh, which is weird. And I, I noticed that uh, over the weekend, we had a lot of people coming in to see Puss in Boots, like over anything else. It was it was bizarre. Uh, number three, the movie I hate the most right now, Megan. Uh, number four, oh, Missing. Oh, okay. And number five, yeah, A Man Called that. Otto. Um, I hate Megan for a completely different reason than probably anybody else who dislikes the movie. Uh, because I have not seen the movie. I, I have no interest either. in seeing the movie. I don't like movie. it because that doll is pedo-based. <laughs> I have no interest in seeing the movie uh, simply because of the people that have been coming to see it and all the issues we've been having at our theater. Oh, uh, oh. Having to kick people out for being on their phones and just walking around during the movie and not sitting there and actually watching the movie and getting high, uh, all that fun stuff. So Wait, I... Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's brought with it. It's brought with it a resurgence of people smoking pot in our theaters and having to try and figure out uh, who oh, it is and trying to catch them doing it. It's shut it all down. <laughs> it's awful. I hate it so much, and we can't figure out why. Like I know part of the issue is because it is not a rated R movie. It is a PG thirteen horror film, so the range of people that can come and see it is wider and obviously they do that with the studios because they want to make more money and um so they make it so more people can come see it and then it just causes more issues for people like me who then have to deal with it especially um on the opening weekend uh where we had to actually kick out our security guard Wait, uh huh? <laughs> uh yeah so uh, with Megan, we were, like I said, we were having a big issue with people like on their phones and talking and stuff. And we have uh, a security guard that we get um, over the weekend, like every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday through this uh, global security, I don't know, whatever the hell it's called. And um, the guy that they sent us was not our normal guy. Our normal guy is great. Like, he's active. You know, he's always just going into different shows and screenings and making his presence known to people. Um, like, you know, he'll go up there and stand where they can see him type of thing. Uh, this guy didn't do anything. Uh, we actually, we told him to go into one of the theaters cause somebody was talking, like just having a full on conversation, like at the movie, like super loud. Wait, and your, your security, security guard was no, 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 no. A, a, a customer who was watching okay. the movie was, and so we sent our security guard in, uh, and he didn't even like. We said, hey, you need to go say something to this lady, and he didn't. He just went in there and stood there, and then the movie ended, and we had like 12 people lined up at the manager's desk because they were all ticked off because this woman wouldn't shut up during the movie. Um, And then uh, the other showing of it that was going on uh, in a different different screen, uh, we sent him in there because I had gone in there to check on things, and there were three different people on their phones. And so we're like, hey, you know, just go in there and, you know, let them know you're here. You know, if you see anybody on their phones, tell them they need to get off their phone. And I went back in there. The same people were on their phones, and he's in there watching the movie. Like, not paying attention (laughs) to the people. He's watching the movie. So our general manager was there that night, and she was already mad about how he handled the first problem. I bet and he got fired. Yeah, she 
had us send him to the manager station and she basically told him to leave. Uh, he was like, what, you got a problem with how I'm doing my job, I take it? And she's like, yes, actually, because you're not doing your job. And he's like, I just feel like I don't need to be micromanaged while I'm here. And she just said, okay, Bruh. bye. She literally just said, okay, bye, and like waited for him to leave. And yeah, so that was awful. The rest of the night, we then had to deal with the people... Uh, we had to start making announcements in the theater before the movie started, like after the trailers, but before the movie started. So there was actually people in there telling them, hey, if you guys are seen on your phones during this movie at all, you will be you will be asked to leave. And we still had people using their phones and we had to kick them out. And that's just continued every night with this movie. There is at least one person that we have an issue with. And I hate it so much. So I will never be watching the movie Megan, and that's why. <laughs> and they've already announced the sequel that's going to come out in 2025. Really? So, hooray. Yeah, Megan 2.0, they're calling terrible it. terrible horror movies that get sequels immediately, like like Scream 5. Okay, guys, Scream 5 is not a good movie. Okay. <laughs> you know, we got six coming out in March. It's, like, almost it, out already. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, a year ago. Like it's Ghostface and, Takes uh, that, Manhattan. That, that, doesn't it have Wednesday Adams in it? Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there and if you want to make a joke about Wednesday Adams, go ahead and not do that because <laughs> people will get very angry with you. <laughs> did you see that? I did not. Oh, no. I I made a joke about Wednesday Adams on, on, on Facebook. And the joke was, and apparently... This got people really salty. I thought it was a really good joke. I said, <laughs> I said, simping for Wednesday Adams is not a substitute for an actual personality, ladies. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I yeah. had people telling me I was sexist, all this shit. And then uh, a, a New York Times bestselling author who never interacts with me had to chime in. And that's why I was like, okay, I'm deleting this because I actually want to be published someday. <laughs> I'm not going to say who this who this person was, but his name rhymes with Wesley Chu. Um, so screw that guy. Josh said um, it sounds like nobody in the theater is watching Megan either. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, they're all. Um, oh, I saw I saw on Facebook. There's some movie in movie theater in uh, Sweden or Switzerland or some damn place. Some some hippie European country where like a movie theater has like beds in the theater where you can like rent a bed and uh, and watch the movie. And they have a picture of like these um, uh, it's an actual movie theater. It's an actual, like uh, I can't, I don't know what it's called, but it's like these, these, these stairs and on each like level, it's like Minas Tirith. You like go like up, and on each level there's like a bed with like a pillow and stuff. And it's just be like they're not watching the movie. People are going to um, take the advice of Birdemic Three and bang on those beds. Oh. And it's it's yeah. So that would no. make your job. Yeah, I, I, I can I imagine having to working at a theater like that and having to change the sheets after. Oh. Like in between screenings. No, nope, nope. I would, I would quit. Hundred percent. I'd be out of there. Yeah. I'd be out of there. Um, but yeah, that's that's oh. it for weekend box office. 
I did want to say one thing <laughs> that's related to Rift Tracks. It is Rift Tracks because it is Rift Tracks, but it's also related to Avatar because James Cameron. I watched the Titanic because I'm thinking about writing a book that takes place on the Titanic. Um, and I was doing like some research for it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch that movie. I'll watch, do my once per decade viewing of Titanic. And I had to watch it with the Rift Tracks because I, I can't do it without it. I just, I just, I just can't. Uh, and I watched it with the Rift Tracks, and I was just like, it was like, it's like the first time in a while I've actually used the Rift Tracks app. Oh. Um, it actually works really well. I mean, like the whole listening thing. Yeah. I don't know about all that, but yeah. if you, you can if you just, it, yeah, you can yeah, just sync it like, manually through the app. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. You can just like, okay, start it now. And I just do my reverse um, syncing process. Yeah. And it was, it was really great. It was really funny. Like every, I was just like, oh, I remember why I love Rift Tracks now. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's this, this was really, really great. This was 2009. This was, uh, this was 14 years ago now. Okay. I'm going to go as we all turn to Ash. <laughs> um, uh. But yeah, it was, I had, I had a good time. I, I really want Rift Tracks to do like long form riffs like that again. Hashtag do Watchmen. <laughs> Uh, real quick before we, we get into our extended, what the hell is James Wen doing? Uh, I just wanted to mention, um, in the line of duty two, the super cops, uh, oh we were going to talk about this originally. Yeah, we have to. And, uh, I just wanted to kind of, you know, mention it a little bit. Uh, this movie was, it was that... like the perfect eighties Kung Fu movie. With it's it has bonkers. the worst dubbing ever. It uh, oh. literally sounds like all the people who do the voices for Looney Tunes were the ones who yeah. dubbed this. There is literally a guy that I really thought it was Mel Blank doing like Bugs I Bunny. I think a lot of people did. Well, I the guy it was, was talking. Like, is this Mel Blank? And, and then they got uh, some British woman. It's like, why couldn't they just get Cynthia Rothrock? She speaks English. Yeah, it's just why some they British just get lady. Cynthia Rothrock to do her own lines. <laughs> Oh, it's she doesn't she 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 doesn't charge much. No, uh, but there's this. there's a scene toward the beginning of the movie where the police are trying to like catch these guys, and they jump in a car and drive away, and the cop literally like kung fu's his way through the windshield while the guy is driving the car at him, and like drop kicks the guy, and then the car goes off a ramp through like a billboard and then crashes in the river. In the river, and yeah. And they're then, just like, is like, this the greatest movie we've ever seen, guys? Uh, yeah, and then um uh oh my And God. they talk about CGI and green screen need to be ashamed Jeez, of themselves. Be, 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 try no they no the, the joke oh, tried was, at the Hague. Tried yeah. at the try, tried at the Hague. Yeah. Yeah, because of, of that that type of practical effect. And you know, I agree there is there are some really good stunts in this movie. Like the, the movie is incomprehensible. The movie's incomprehensible, like, and it has but, but, the but, wackiest but, 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 dub but, but, ever. One that got me is just like I've seen this before. I've seen this. I know I've seen this in at least two other movies, and every time I see it, it's just like, what? How did they do this? Is like they someone drop kicks, does a drop kick through a through the windshield of a moving car. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, but it, it's it's a it's an outstanding riff. Um. And, oh yeah, uh, great way. We, to start we to were it. going to discuss it, like I said, but then. But guess what? Yeah, but then Pandemic Three came out. 
like I there was literally an announcement just like a couple days before it dropped, and it's just like uh, I screenshotted it, I sent it to Dave, and we're just like, yeah, we're we're gonna be talking about this instead. Yeah, <laughs> because oh boy, there is a lot there in this movie. <laughs> there is a lot. There's, we there's, are there's absolutely going to miss some things. Because, yeah. like Dave said, uh, keeping this whole movie in your head is impossible. impossible because there's so impossible, much. Guys. There's like, so much. Like, oh, guys, 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 guys. The amount of stupid stuff said in this movie, I think it's an. I think it's an all-time record for the it's amount monumental. Of, of, of incredibly dumb things said. It's monumental. And I like. There are three lines that I think are like the top three dumb things said in the movie <laughs> and and we'll talk about them when we get there yes but, we're but, gonna have to talk about them because they are, they are like okay so the overall theme of of of, of the movie of course is global wabu yes um which is like when james went talks about it we're we're, <laughs> we're not we're not gonna talk about the politics global warming or any of that we're just gonna talk about global wabu yes that's that that's what global warming is in context with the Birdemic franchise. Yes, as as they say in the movie, global warming, climate change. Global warming, climate change. Blame it yes. on, blame it on it's climate. One change. phrase: like, global warming, so, climate change. The whole thing is just like so. I, I can uh, like sum up this movie in just a couple sentences. Uh, for the lay person going into it, for an hour, these two guys, these the, this couple goes up to, like, we're gonna go up to this next rando and see what they have to say about global warming. We're gonna do that for an hour. Yes. And then, and then the birds are, and then and and then the birds are gonna show up, which yes. is why everyone's here. Because literally the birds do not show up no, the birds until show up 57 until... minutes in the movie. 50, yeah. It's crazy. And this it's is an hour crazy. and 22 minute long movie, so we don't get very many birds in the here. Birds, the, 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 the birds aren't needed at, at, at all, which is, no. which is what people want. Yeah. But um, I, and we'll talk I, about that because there's some very interesting things that happen when the birds actually do show up. Uh, but we start off this movie with, uh, you know, with some hope. We actually get some hope that yeah. things are going to be different this time. We've got uh, that painting with the swirliness and the, the bird. The swirly yeah, parts are actually swirling graphic. around. And then we have get uh, the first of at least four different songs that were made for, that this, were movie. for this movie. Uh, and that one is These Smile. Songs for this movie, and I believe this song is called Smile, right? Yes, yes. Smile. Smile. Uh, set, set yourself free. free. Some, it's like a really generic pop. On me. It's like an upbeat pop song. Like Yeah, it's like adult contempo. Hey, if you were born in 1983, this is what your parents wanted you to listen to. This is a song that they would play like over the end scene in an early 2000s rom-com. Like when the couple gets together at the very end and they're like dancing or whatever, this is the song that would be playing over that. Uh, it yeah. definitely has that feel. But we get some really nice uh, establishing shots. Oh, uh, some nice crane shots, and then oh, it's like high definition of like um, 
of like California and the highway yeah. that, that you drive down in Birdemic 1. I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and assume that that's what it is. Yeah, because we've and got our character looks... Evan driving down the highway, but... It, it, it looks gorgeous. It actually looks good, and like it, it's being followed from behind. You know, that even looks okay, even though it's it's, you know, a handheld camera without any sort of image stabilization on it um yeah. which you know even cell phones all have at this this point in the game um yeah. and but we'll, think, we'll 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 get to that <laughs> we'll get sorry, to sorry, somewhere sorry. in the technical you, like, yeah. the technical aspect is funny because uh my wife said she was watching it next to me before she fell asleep um she said you know you would think with all the technological advancements since his last movie, that things would look a little bit better by default, and they don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> they no, they yeah, really don't. Here's what the thing: we 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 got to talk about just how beautiful that shot is. Like that yes. first shot after after the Van Gogh painting, that first shot of the highway. You're just like, wow, this is like maybe James is improving his craft. Yeah, this looks okay. like a movie, and then. Like immediately, it's like you can tell like that's either shot that 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 was either like a bought piece of 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 stock footage, or someone else shot it with like a different camera or like yeah. like did it for him. Yeah. Because immediately, like almost immediately, it's like someone like dropped their cell phone in a bucket of grimy dishwater, <sighs> and uh, of like super grimy got all over the lens. And it's yeah. like that for the rest of the movie. I mean, yeah. except for like some shots that are actually like really nice. I yeah. mean, you can tell. And that those the are shots mostly that, the crane shots. But I mean, like the color correction uh, in this movie might be the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. So uh, we we join Evan, uh, played by the the uh, human giraffe Ryan Lord, um, as he's the dude's got. He's the human brontosaurus. He's got the the longest neck. Like, it's ridiculous. He looks like he came out of Bob's Burgers. He's got one of those long necks. Um, But he uh, he's driving down the road. Of course, you know, we got to have some establishing driving shots to start out your movie. Uh, And you can immediately tell that it's different hardware being used to film this. Uh, There's there's no image stabilization. Like I said, there's, you know, some shots are inside the car with Evan. Uh, some of them aren't. So we're not just sitting on a, with a camera sitting on a dashboard through the whole drive. We're actually getting some different shots of the guy driving, which is a little bit of an upgrade, I would say. Uh, and then he gets to the pier or wherever he is that he's walking. He says, I think it's a pier, but then he asks the lady in, to go to the pier. San, San Juan, San Juan Wharf. It's a... It says it right there on the on like follow us on Facebook right there, Jeremy. It's like <laughs> Sam. Hey, wait a minute! I have the movie right here. Hang on, I can tell you exactly. Uh, uh, Hold on. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep, keep, keep talking. I'm gonna press play. So he's he's walking along uh, this wharf, uh, I guess, and he he pauses for a second to look out over the ocean. And he just and, like, looks. And for that brief instant, even though everything is very uh, cool uh, as far as color tones go in this shot, it's very blue. Um, it, it, it's a nicely composed shot for a brief second. And there are a few of these right at the beginning 
while while we're following this guy walking down the 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 pier or the wharf or whatever, and there's one in particular that I actually really like. Um, well, I, the I, guy, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that shot right now. The guy stops and he looks out under a sign at, at somebody on the beach, and you can't really see her from, from woman this shot. But it, the camera is behind him, behind his shoulder, and he stops, and the camera pushes past him and under, like through the whole sign. And it's just, it's an actual, it's a very pleasant shot. Okay. It's nicely composed. It looks. It would look better if it wasn't all blue. Yeah, um, well, also, yeah, if like they had like turned if they had like if he had like not taken the saturation and turned it like all the way down. Yeah, his you know, his auto like, his auto white balances was way out of whack on these. But yeah, for like the whole movie, it's really yeah. hard to look at. Uh, it's, it's really bad. Um, and then he goes down to look right at her. Now. And it says, oh, you found it? Stay up to date with us on Facebook, Instagram at Santa Cruz Wharf. So they're they're in Santa Cruz. Okay, so they're so at, they're at the Santa there, Cruz we, Wharf. Yeah, if we're ever there, we can like you know use the uh, True Blue Riftcast expense account and <laughs> go and have our picture taken right here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, anyway, it cuts to uh, Kim, our uh, our marine biologist I didn't on know the her beach name until the second time I watched it, and she has two. Uh, basically just water bottles and she's like pouring water back and forth in between them. Uh, the main thing to note in this shot is that it's extremely warm. So all of a sudden everything is orange and it's, it's, it's very jarring. And then, you know, Evan goes up to talk to her and this is where we get the, the true signature feel of the James Wan movie where the first bit of dialogue is normal and you can mostly hear it. And then all of a sudden it goes like this and it's like, Oh, what are you doing? And then it's back to this. And then it's, Oh, back like this. It's like this. And then it's like blowing out the microphone. And way away from the microphone now. And they're like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, that's what we get with, with James Wan movies. We know to expect that with James Wan movies. We don't it's, mean to get bogged down in the technical aspects of this, guys. We really don't. But it's so prominent. And it's, it's really, it's, look, the, it's, the it's, issue in this movie with the dialogue, yes, it is worse than anything. This movie, just overall, technically, is like five giant steps backward from the first Birdemic. Yeah. Like and, how, and, and, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And the first pandemic is like, is like a huge backward step from Julian Jack and Replica. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't understand. It's like, is it's his movies are Benjamin Buttoning in quality. Yeah, they're getting worse. And I don't, I don't understand it. Okay, <laughs> but so, uh, okay. Anyway, this let's where, let's get back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, this is where we get to like the first of our. Many, 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 many um, miniature, like, like uh, side recurring themes, I guess I should say. Like, yeah. you know, like, like, like the first one is like, like the first big theme of, of the movie is Guobo Wabu, of course. Yes. But, um, and I guess this is like, this is tangentially related to Guobo Wabu, but this is where the first of these uh, mini themes is, is, is introduced. There's got to be like 12 of these. And it's so uh, sea life, sea life with cancer 
getting cancer from the ocean. Yes, specifically sea um, lions and whales. Sea lions, whales, and like I think sharks later on. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah, because that's yet another little plot point uh, that we yeah. get on here. But this one, she's she says she's testing the acidity of the ocean water, which uh, she absolutely is not. No, uh, because it's you know, there's too much CO two in the water. And it's giving the whales and sea lions cancer. And that's why the whales have been crashing into the ships. Because no, yeah. <laughs> whale cancer. Yeah, no, they, yeah. Okay, the sea lions <laughs> and the whales are getting cancer. And then he cuts to, like, this stock footage, this horrible image of, like, these sea lions dead under a pier. And it's like, ugh. They're alive because one of them's Are, moving. Yes. Oh, oh, is it? They look dead to me. This is news to me. But, but again, that shot looks nice. It's very high quality film, and you can tell that it was done by somebody else. Oh yeah, it's one of those things. Also, I just want to say real quick, Josh Flowers says, "I hope listening to you guys talk about it is the closest I get to seeing it." Josh, you don't get out of this. <laughs> okay. Like, the um, whoever loses the next draft is gonna have to watch Pandemic Three if they haven't already, and it's oh. gonna be you. <laughs> oh man! Draft, but... Um, so Evan asks, he asks the girl uh, if she wants to go out to dinner with him later on the pier, and she's like, "No, I'm busy." And he's like, "Oh, come on! I'm a scientist. You're a scientist." You're, oh, Jeremy! What you, Jeremy? What kind of scientist is he? Uh, I, I don't even remember what the hell the name of it was. He but he he studies people. the effects of aging and the nine mechanics of aging, which this I don't is, remember. Yeah. Uh, this is because... the second of the um of the mini themes. Is, so he's is, trying to yeah. uh and and if you recall, both of these things, global warming, climate change, and uh aging, are things that James Wen has been posting about a lot yeah, on, on Twitter. Twitter. Um, yeah. And so this this Evan guy, he's you know trying to figure out how to make people live longer. And he's like, you know, you're trying to save the sea animals, and I'm trying to help people to live longer. Let's go eat dinner. And then she's like, we get the we weirdest get shot. No, we get Evan, who's definitely not not the actor sitting there in the living room watching a documentary about yeah, global warming, um, climate change. About global warming. Okay. Now here's, talk about this here's okay, no, my issue with this. I have two, I have two big issues with this one. The fact that, uh, let me just grab, let me just grab a guy here. So here's, here's a guy and he's sitting there on the couch watching the TV. Just pretend I'm the TV. And he pans the camera over. Yeah. He rocks the camera to the back. side where you can still see the TV in the middle, and then he goes back the opposite way, and he does this multiple times during any shot this. that's showing the guy from behind. Uh, if you screenshot, if if you screenshot the 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 the, the messenger that the messenger messenger conversation Jeremy Jeremy and I were having when I was watching this, at this point when it came up, I was like, stop that! Yeah, <laughs> you need to stop that, James. <laughs> It was it was annoying. It, it served no purpose whatsoever. You could have just had the camera stationary behind the guy. Now, my other big issue with this particular scene is the fact that 
the only footage that we get of this documentary is filmed off of the TV screen. That's real- Even okay. when it's meant to fill up the entire picture, it's still just being filmed off of the television. So we get the uh, screen recording of a TV, basically, with a, with another camera. And then we get the sound through the TV yeah, that he's TV. watching. Which, which, amazingly, is a lot... The fidelity of that is a lot better than a lot of the... <laughs> But That's like, not a joke. No, it's not. It's it's I don't know true. Why you're laughing because it's <laughs> because it's funny because it's true. Uh, yeah. But like James, if you're gonna show footage from something else like that, and you're gonna make it the the main focus of of your screen that you're showing of your shot, just use the actual footage, cut it in to the film, and use the audio directly from the video source that you're using for this, and not not recorded off the TV. And my, I, I do just, just remember one other thing about this. I bet that that is footage from that documentary that he's making right now. It's just his uh, own, the stuff that he's making right yeah, now. Well, of course, yeah, of course it is. And um, using all this stock footage of stuff. Uh, my, my other fun thing that I was doing a lot and, and I know it was annoying my wife, uh, was any times any birds at all would show up on the screen, like the two like crows walking on the beach at the beginning, like I would just go, ah, it's the birds. And <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It was just like a reflex, but uh, yeah. So what's, do you, do you have the same issues with that? With that okay. Scene? I, I, I second everything you, you, you say. Um, my first thing with, with the thing and it is like, Okay, so going back to the back to the beach, it's like, oh, come on, let's go have lunch. Uh, I don't know, you seem kind of creepy. Well, come on, we're both scientists. Okay, <laughs> so you think we're going to go see that, but we don't. It cuts to, the, okay, this guy. Okay, so there are two sh- there there are two angles in this in this in this in this shot in this in this scene where he's yeah. watching the documentary. <laughs> I thought they were introducing Alan Vaughn to the movie. Because, it really looked like Rod. From because behind. the main, the, our main guy Evan. Okay, he's blonde. He's tall. You like it, it's definitely not him. You can even tell it's not him. There's no yeah. way it's him, because he doesn't have blonde hair. The guy sitting there that we can't see his face. I thought it was going to pan around because I was tricked into believing that James Wen had picked up some cinematography <laughs> tricks. I was wrong. Yeah, well, and um, also the guy doesn't have a two foot long neck who's sitting on the couch. Yeah, so exactly. So I thought it was gonna like it was gonna like you know come around, come around, and like oh my gosh, it's Rod. No, no, that that didn't happen. It just cuts to, <laughs> a uh, just like a face shot. I don't know how else to say that. Like just and it's 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 the guy. Yeah, it's clearly two different people watching this. Like and every time you cut back, it's so distracting. Every time you cut back to the back of the headshot the the, the, the the rear shot you can tell it's something somebody totally different wa- watching this yeah I don't understand how this happened he had access I do. I, pre- <laughs> James when that's how it happened well yeah but okay pre- presumably you would think he, he would have access to the guy when he shot the face shots yeah why didn't you just get the rear shots when he had the when when he had the guy there, like, okay, look, these guys are never going to act again. Maybe the girl will. That seems to be a, a, a recurring theme in Birdemic is that uh, the girls go on to like be, you know, moderately successful, maybe not A-listers, but like, yeah. you know, they, they have a career. 
Um, I think that's going to happen this time. Um, yeah. So, like, this guy, Brontosaurus, man, he's never going to work again. So, no. like, 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 there's, I, I can't imagine he would have any scheduling issues to get a rear shot of the back <laughs> of his head. No, not at all. So, like, okay, so, so we, so we had that, and after that, it's basically for the next hour, it's us going talking to different randos about about global warming and about whatever the hell else um, aging. Well, he does. They do go. They do finally go out to uh, to dinner. Yeah, at the pier. Um, they're both this drinking. Sounds, guys, this sounds so much like Birdemic. It's, yeah, it's crazy. They're they're both drinking some sort of alcoholic beverage. Uh, that's all they drink in this movie, by the way, is alcohol. Yeah, they just. Um, and we'll get into that because there were yeah. some very interesting choices. There were some very strange product placement. <laughs> um, but they're sitting there, and and uh, our our hero, I guess, if you want to call him that, is uh, is talking about uh, his research on aging. Now, I obviously don't remember everything that he was saying because there's so much nonsense. Um, but he was talking about the nine mechanics of aging and like what makes us age. Uh, one of the things that he mentioned was um, if you do too much, if you do too much, your body's going to suffer from wear and tear, just like the tires on just a car. Like the tires on your car. Um, when you're eating Dang. food, you should eat yeah. less. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Eat less. Uh, like ninety percent vegetables, um, 90, yeah, ninety percent vegetables, but some fruit and some chicken, some white meat like chicken, yeah. um, and then uh, what was the other thing that he was talking about that was really dumb? Um, he was he was talking about his supplements that he's creating, and like I honestly there was two of them I can't couldn't tell you the name, but one of them I just like calling Rejuvatron. Rejuvatron. Um, I think it's just called like Rejuvenate or whatever, but uh, he's like, so what you need to do is once you reach your 30s, which obviously you don't have to worry about this yet, but you'll need to start taking these two supplements that I created uh, because when you get old, you suffer from diseases like Like Alzheimer's and cancer and stroke. I think I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good to me. I'll take these supplements that are surely drugs. not regulated. Um, and then we just get these random scenes of them going out on dates oh, 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 uh, and oh, oh, oh. No, walks no, on no, the beaches. Jeremy. Yes, Jeremy, I Jeremy. forgot something, you're, obviously. You're you're forgetting that this is also where we introduce another one of our mini themes, oh. and that is they both love the film Vertigo. Yes, uh, which... Big surprise, that's another thing that James Wen is working on right now, a documentary about the story of Vertigo. So I'm not surprised that that's in this movie yeah. at all. But they, uh, and and let me tell you, Evan reads lines a million times worse uh, than and, Rod ever did. Yeah, <laughs> he okay. makes, if he makes Rod, Rod look like guy. a freaking MacArthur Genius Grant winner. Like... It's bad. It's yeah, so like bad. He, yeah, but, oh, no, and like he, he, uh, and like I know I'm one to talk, but dude, it, like he flubs his lines, and you would think that James would give him another. Oh, okay, why would I think that? Why would I think that he would give him another take? <laughs> I just realized how stupid that sounds. <laughs> um. Yeah. Not. Not. Not something James one is known for doing. Um. But they they're just stumbling over lines all the time. 
and it's it's so bad. But we've got okay. uh, we've got a few a few random uh, people that are met during these walks on the beach and these dates. Yeah, and a few uh, of them we. That, there's too many to go through all of them, but there are definitely a few that we have to cover. And I think the first people we have to cover are the protesters. Yes, the protesters. That's exactly what I was going to bring okay. up. It's this group of, of five people, I think, maybe six, um, and they're yeah. standing and there girl. and they've got these signs. Yep, a little girl that her Perfectly sign says protect signs. my future or whatever. And uh, they're they're chanting things like extinction, insurrection. In, in, <laughs> And woo, protect the future, yeah, yeah, woo. yeah. Okay, that guy was way too enthusiastic about Wobo Wabu. And then okay. there's a there's like, a scene protect our future. There's a scene where um, the like the little girl's mom is talking, oh and my God. in the background, the protesters are still like repeating the the various phrases they're chanting, but I they're think just saying heard the lines. Yeah. But they're just they're just saying like climate change global warming save the planet like they're literally just saying them like that very quietly very soft behind this Ooh. woman talking and it's the weirdest global warming yay yeah protect okay. the planet yeah. and then the they recycle talking. the shot yeah. from the first the, the first shot talk, yeah. of the protest goes up like three minutes it's oh, it's mind-boggling okay, so, so so the kid talks and then the mom talks and this is not a political statement, but this woman sounds exactly like Kamala Harris. <laughs> she really did. Yeah, she really be like, Meh. and like you could just, I could just hear her being like, and I think that, and I'm like, oh my god, like she just <laughs> had just like that 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 tone and cadence that our beloved vice president has. Like I'm probably the only person who doesn't have classified documents at my house. <laughs> Everybody else does, but I sure don't. <sighs> but anyway, I need to. I need to make a special, uh, a special place for my child and all of the children to live in that's safe, where they can breathe the air and see the blue sky because all the, because wildfires oh, yeah. are making our sky orange like she's talking about it like it's currently happening right behind them even though the sky is blue and everything looks freaking normal but let's say like oh yeah there's a wildfire going on right yeah. now and our sky is orange and let's she repeats that like throw twice that up there let's just go ahead and, and and throw that up there on our on our list of recurring themes because it's going to come up again in a couple it, more scenes. It comes up at least three, at least three or it's, four more times. Wildfires. Wildfires, wildfires. Yes. Yeah, like the wildfires. I guess. I guess California. Like California has wildfires every year. I don't know why he has such a, a a bug up about them right now. Yeah. But like, like this is known, James. <laughs> it's like he, he must have like like one of the wildfires recently must have really bothered it because it comes up like six, seven times. I mean, it was really bad a couple years ago. You know, there was. Like literally, the entire West Coast was orange and burning, yeah. and oh, like yeah. Australia oh, burnt happens. down. Yeah, like a that. That, that year happens, it was particularly bad in, in in our air for weeks. Yeah, um. So I I at least understand that part of it. Uh, but we uh we get to see a painter who's the guy who actually painted all of these things. All these um, all these knockoff Van Gogh paintings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Van Gogh is. Is it my big influence? It's, yeah, no crap, dude. Like we can and tell. I, 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 
I also believe I also believe that this was the first reference to the first movie. Uh, yes, because I do he believe talks so. Doctor Jones. Yeah. Yes, and uh, and he's painting a sea eagle, and he says, "Okay, the first time he says it, he says sea eagle." For the rest of his scene, he says seagull. He just flat out says seagull every time. He doesn't say sea eagle. He says seagull. And like even even my wife picked up on that. She's like, is he saying seagull now? Yes, 100%. He's just saying yeah. seagull. But he talks about um, the sea eagles and how they're usually found over like in parts of Asia and stuff. Uh, and now they're here for whatever reason, even though we haven't seen them in the movie yet. Um, and then he talks about the wildfires again and the orange sky. And I don't like to paint orange sky. I like to paint blue sky. And we find out later that he did indeed make paintings with orange sky, but we'll get to that when we get to the uh, real estate guy. Um, Yeah. Okay. So the next guy I think we should talk about, I think it's the next scene is that, uh, is, is, is the surfer man. The surfer who like chugged eighty Red Bulls before his take. Yeah, yeah, he's like, <laughs> it'd be like, oh my gosh! So like, he comes out and be like, oh my gosh! Like, I just got punched in the balls by a shark. <laughs> the shark bit my hand off. Nearly bit my hand off. Like, and... Oh my gosh! And it'd be like, so I went up to him with my hatchet. I was like, smash, smash, smash. That's what that guy reminded me of. Yeah, he's just like I just went. I just got away from the shark. Every time I go fishing or swir- fishing, every time I go surfing now, it's like playing Russian roulette with yes, sharks. Yes, that's a line. That's a line that was delivered <laughs> in this movie. Every time I go surfing, I feel like I'm playing Russian roulette with sharks. I'm I almost ready to, to give, give up, up surfing. surfing. Yeah. It's just too dangerous. <laughs> well, bye. And he just yeah, he just dips out. He's just <laughs> done at that point. It's like and they're they're just like uh okay. The other thing I need to mention about uh, Evan, our character uh, played by Ryan Lord, he, every scene he's in, he looks confused. (laughs) He always looks confused. Even during the the makeout scene in this one, which Which I'll just talk about it now because it's right at the, right before the pandemic, because of course it is, uh, because that's how James rolls, but they're literally in a room and they're making out and it's awkward and it goes on for about, it feels like it, it, I get a real uh, Copper Mountain effect from this because it feels like it goes on for like an hour and it's maybe like three minutes of screen time, but it just feels like it's never ending because it's so slow and awkward and just painful to watch. Uh, I think that like, I think that, I mean, I know we're jumping ahead here, and we'll come because we have to talk about the next brand of that that, <laughs> yes. that we meet. Um, is, uh, like, I just like with James Wen movies overall, is that he seems to have a thing for white women in bikinis. Yes. Because that, uh, that happened in, I mean, I mean I, Natalie was in her underwear in, in, in Birdemic, but we see it in... Um, at least one other time in replica where yeah. they have, have like uh, uh, a dry, <laughs> sorry, mom. Oh, God. He, he has a, a, a dry hump on a sectional sofa in a, in, in a swimsuit with um, the girl that dies. Remember this? Yes. 
I it's yeah. seared into my head. I can't forget it if I want to, Dave. My name's Claudia. It says so on my gigantic tramp stamp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, uh, so so he he just friend. literally always looks confused. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point that I'm trying to make here. Our next rando is uh, a real estate is a is a real estateman, a, a a realtor. Why do they stop to talk to him, Dave? I don't know what. Uh, what did he? What did he do? What did he a, make? Because he because there's a little sandcastle that's like of a house that's like for sale, and this this real estate dude, I'm just gonna call him like fake Neil Breen because that's what he looks like and that's he, what he sounds like. He you know what he's credited as? What real estate guy? Are you serious? Yes, he doesn't even have a name. I don't know. I couldn't read the credits, and we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> but um, he uh, uh, is like, is like, oh, that's a nice house. He's like, thanks. I sell houses. And here's um, my Evan card. Is, and Evan and Evan is like, huh? Really? I'm looking to buy a house. And it's like, you want to buy that one? It's like, <laughs> the little sand. And the sandcastle. It looks like a little house. Like it's like a perfect. Like a little house made out of sand, which very obviously is not actually there because you can tell that it's superimposed out of the shot. Also, guys, fake no brain is drunk off his ass. Nice. He's drinking a bottle of beer, okay? Yeah. like This like, guy no, is a... But no, but the, the actor is drunk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was really drinking beers. Like, there's no yeah, doubt right. in my mind that guy was just slamming him. He's like, oh, I so, can't believe I agreed to be in this movie. Like oh I gotta be I gotta talk about wildfires in the town of paradise getting whatever <laughs> okay um so so like and so he get like here's my car baby I'll sell you a house and he's like and Evan's like hmm million dollar realty are all the uh, houses you sell really worth a million dollars and he's like oh yeah real estate in California is super messed up. He's talking about how expensive change. everything is. Like housing yeah, is like, really getting expensive. Care. All I do is sit back and collect my fat commission checks. Hey, would you? I don't care. I just find them their house, and there's nothing to do beyond that. Like just like he's just spilling. His he talks. He talks about. about... He sucks at his job, and he screws his customers <laughs> over. And then Evan buys a house from him. Yeah, he talk. Evan talks about how he uh, his perfect house is uh, surrounded by trees and, and forest. Like, and the guy's like, "Well, I normally just mind my own business and collect my commission check, but I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna give you some advice here. Don't, don't buy, buy a, a house in the woods because it'll burn down. <laughs> don't buy a Don't buy a house surrounded by trees and forest. Yeah, trees and the forest. Don't buy a house. That's like, oh, okay. And, and then he, then he like, talks remember, about the wildfire. Yeah, they talked about the town of Paradise and how it was just wiped out by a wildfire. It's like you don't want to buy a house there because." It doesn't exist anymore. And don't <laughs> buy a town house for trees. Down. Now we gotta. Now we, now, just let just so we don't forget, we gotta skip over the next scene. But we'll come back to it to the scene yeah. where he actually buys the house, just so that yeah. we can like put a cap in fake Neil Breen. <laughs> so uh, so they're in some random blah blah place in California, and it's like, oh wow, here's a great house. Like yes, is it really looks nice? I can buy this house now. And then he's like, "But wait a minute! There are two trees right there in the front of the house. Didn't you just tell me that if you buy a house with trees in front of it, this isn't the movie? I'm yeah, not making this, is, this up. This is pretty much word for word. 
Like, didn't you just tell me that that buying a house with trees near trees means my house will burn down? Oh, don't be stupid, idiot! Not Those these two, two trees. trees aren't going to burn your house down. I mean, come on! <laughs> like, all right, let's go in. <sighs> yeah, and then we go inside, and uh, we find That's out that the house belongs to some climate uh, scientist, and. He and bought he all, all these paintings, paintings from the guy uh, to remind him about how bad things are in the world. One of them was called Orange Sky, which I know we've shown these because James had these all posted on his Twitter. And uh, Dude, he, we... he, he he must have paid a lot of people a lot of money to like get like all this content related to to like this movie because he commissioned paintings. He commissioned at least four songs. Yeah, at least four songs because we've got smile. We'll we'll get into that in a second. Yeah, we'll, yeah, um, we'll, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. So he goes through and he shows them all the dumb paintings, uh, you know, orange sky and burning trees and melting ice or whatever the hell the the other one was called about the glaciers melting. Yeah. And he's like, and my my friend, the climate scientist, said that uh, that those are like the Earth's air conditioner and they help keep the planet cool at a normal temperature and once those things melt we're done <laughs> like he does the oh like hand God. across he's the so, neck thing we're so done dumb. uh the, so the scene the scene before that uh in between the oh, two yeah, uh reality yeah, real, yeah. realtor scenes uh we have evan yeah. on uh like a zoom meeting or something with some with, dude with, sitting with in his other... fancy car outside yeah. the front of his house he has okay okay the they're going to close a $10 million deal. He had to go do it out in his car on like an iPad. Yeah. Why? <laughs> and Why? it's all for the Rejuvitron stuff. And he's like, oh, it sounds good to me, and I'm not getting any older, and I'd like to get some for my mom. My for mom, her. too. Oh, $10 million is a lot of moolah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not getting any younger, and neither is my mom, so we've got a deal. And then how does how does Evan respond? Well, he, he stands up a little tiny bit and like, like, woo, kind of like how, how, um, it's, it, it's, 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 it's less enthusiastic than, than Rob's <laughs> to, uh, like $20 million sale at a 50% discount. Yes. Like that like, had woo! more enthusiasm like, behind like, it. Like it's less enthusiastic than that. Cause he's like, yes, yes, yes. That's just pretty much how he says it. It's, it's like very... we're gonna do lots of good work together, and be like, I, I'm, I'm sure, be like, say, how do you make Rejuvatron from your pool? <laughs> oh, and when when it goes to the next scene with the the realtor, he pulls up in a Ferrari, and he's like, I just got it from the Ferrari factory. <laughs> okay, cars is another <laughs> kind of like 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 this. Okay, so. Oh my god! <sighs> this is so bad. What's next? Like, what, uh, what's I the next think... round? Well, the next thing we it... need to talk about is the the dance scene, uh, where we get our our second song and our re-recording of the theme song by somebody completely different. Oh, that's that's way down <sighs> the road. That's way down the road. That's like oh right yeah, because that's after Mister Green. We got to talk about yeah, Mister Green. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we. We don't get ahead. We're gonna. I, I. We have to talk about Elon Musk. Yes, <laughs> I mean Mr. So, Green. Definitely okay. not Elon oh, Musk. Sorry, someone <sighs> keeps trying to send me texts, so I don't know if that's picking up. I'm sorry, guys. Um, 
Um, Evan and Kim go to this. I don't even know what the place was supposed to be, but there's but a big like, okay, a big yeah. whale skeleton outside. Yeah, the the these bleached bones of a whale. Okay, so they're like on one of their many stupid dates. Okay, <laughs> because this is how it works in James Wen movies. So they go up and they're looking at these bones, and it's just be like, oh yeah, it says here that he lived to be fifty, and then uh, what's her face? Kim says like, yeah. Remember, I'm a marine biologist, and like <laughs> it's so bad that like they they're dying of like all the sea lions and sharks and whales are dying of cancer. She um, says she says that all of the whales will only live to be about thirty five because they are all going to die from cancer. Yeah, they're all going to die from cancer. Every yeah, like, single whale is going to die from cancer because of the CO two. In the water. And as they're discussing that, this uh, douchey McDoucherton walks up. Yeah, this guy, who he's got to be like, he's got, I, I, I'm guessing he's got to be like 35. <laughs> and uh, he's like, those are awesome whale bones. And, and they're like, like, yeah. Yeah. What a date. It's like, and then everyone's like, hey, I know you. Your name is Mr. Green. I remember you from that card I used to play. In the clue game when I was a kid, you're also <laughs> the uh, you're also the founder of uh, Pay Me, Odyssey Space Lines, and something else like Green Card, the Green Card. Yeah, something. yeah. It would be like you're like the richest man in the world, and this guy's so he's basically Elon Musk. Yeah, but and he's not the, Elon Musk because. Because Elon Musk exists. Yeah. Yes, because it's the guy's so, got a so Tesla dumb. Model 3, and he's like, oh, the green car, I can't wait to get one of those because it's got twice the range on a single charge as my Tesla Model 3, and it's only going to be $20,000. So, But, but Jeremy, how does he respond to like being like, hey, you're, you're, you're Mr. Green? He's like, and he's like, all that stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's me. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> But yeah, definitely not, definitely not Elon Musk. He, uh, he, he then gives us, um, literally the dumbest thing in this entire movie. Oh yeah. Okay. This is, I think this definitely of my three dumbest things said in this movie, um, or just where I just like bolted out of like my stupor to just be like, if, like if I was falling asleep, I definitely woke up. <laughs> I was just like, when he'd be like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, we we got to fix global warming or we're going to end up just like this whale. And I'm like, we're going to have all our bones on display in front of some bait shop in, in San Diego. Where can I, I, I don't get it. Can I, can I make a claim real quick before you tell yeah. the people what this is? Okay, uh, go ahead. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. This is the dumbest thing that James Wan has put in any of his movies. Oh yeah. Okay. This is yeah. Yeah. This is not only absolutely the dumbest, the thing, dumbest in, thing in this movie. I think it might be the dumbest thing ever said in movies. <laughs> just in general, in any movie. Yeah. Like, you might so, be right no, about this that. Is just like I, I, I couldn't believe this. This was like one of my no wait what moments. So he said, "Be like, so um, what I'm doing now to help uh, uh, fight global warming is I'm building a space elevator." I'm sorry. What? Yeah, well, I have it here on my iPad. Let me tell you all about it. What the space elevator does 
is that it's going to, we're going to build it out of nanotechnology. I'm not kidding. That's what he says. I'm going to build it out of nanotechnology, and it's going to suck all the uh, trillions and trillions of whatever the hell that's in the he... atmosphere causing global wabu, and we're just going to eject it out into space, saving, <laughs> global, saving the planet. But right before that, he actually be says, well, people are going to use it as an elevator to space. Yeah, so everybody yeah, can yeah. have cheap access to space. It's like, so what? It's just a tube that goes through the atmosphere yeah. and into what? Because it's literally, so, okay. he just says it gives you access to space. And so, we're going to okay. pump all the CO2 off the earth with exactly. this elevator. How are you going to pump just the CO2 out of our atmosphere? You're going to pump so, everything so, out of our atmosphere. So Okay, so the space elevator has two functions. One, it's sucking all the CO2 out of the atmosphere and pushing it out into space. But in case that doesn't work, which he says it won't work, is it be like, that's okay. Everyone's going to get into the space elevator, and we're going to go up, and we're going to, to colonize space. Not, not, not just colonies. space. We're going to have colonies in space in orbit. I watched it again. He does say colonies in orbit. <laughs> so he basically so, wants to turn us into mobile suit Gundam. Like Yeah. So it's like. If that doesn't work, which it won't, we're going to go up, we're going to colonize, we're going to put colonies like um, in orbit and on the moon and on Mars. And I'm like, James, how is, how, how, how is, okay, forget how you're going to do that, okay? Just forget that part. I just want to know how that's better because it seems to me all those options are way worse. Yeah. Because, like, okay, you think about going to the moon. Like, why would anybody want to go to – why would anyone want to live on the moon? Why would anybody want to live on Mars? I get that, like, it's, like, romantic and and and, and all that. But, guys, there's no air there. There's no food there. There's no water there. Yeah, haven't you seen Total Recall? Gonna, Come on. But it's it, – it, 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 <sighs> these people <laughs> who think that we're going to colonize these places – they live in a fantasy land. Yeah. It, it it doesn't work, but like I think what's even more stupid is the orbital thing. Like, how are we gonna build that? Like, how is that gonna how how does that work? It's just, just like gonna be space. connected to the earth by a tube. It's like the so, umbilicus or whatever from <laughs> from MSC. Okay, well then how are we gonna grow our food? Are we just gonna bring up like I I I don't understand how any like because like I, I've thought about this for more than five seconds. <laughs> That's your first and I, problem. And I don't understand how any of this is it would would work. But like, like when he said space elevator to save global warming, and I think we have discovered why he on Twitter, why he is like is trying to instigate a flame war with Elon Musk, and he's the only person Elon Musk won't engage with. <laughs> you know, like he, he he will engage with everybody else. He will just be like, "Screw you, pay me eight dollars." Yeah, but he won't engage with James Wen, which you know I Smart. think is good. That's probably yeah. the smartest thing he's doing. But no, okay, that is guys. You have to see it just to like. I know we've spoiled it for you. Like it's better, better <laughs> if you don't don't know it's coming. But like that space elevator thing was just like whiplash. It's like, what? Yeah, it's so okay. it's so bizarre. Um, we, there's also one more scene in here before. There's a couple scenes before, obviously, but uh, we get a scene where uh our our main character dude uh is 
at uh, Half Moon Bay. Oh, yeah. And yes. he okay, talks yeah. to the guy who owns like the bar there or the hotel or whatever because the double-decker bus is in it. And he says, hey, hey, didn't this bus used to be over there? And the I guy's like, coming. yeah, it used to be over there and facing and the other so direction. About it. And then so the birds attacked it. and killed a whole bunch of people. And then we moved the bus. <laughs> and like, yeah, and then we moved the bus. Lots of people died that day. And like, okay, why doesn't Evan, okay, why doesn't Evan remember the eagle attack? Okay, like he's clearly like 23. So he yeah. must have been like 12 in 2008 or whenever the hell like clearly this was like like in this in this shared cinematic universe of uh, the james landworth uh, like like <laughs> these are all big events and then yeah. for demic two well we we, we also got to talk about the discontinuity between uh pandemic two and pandemic three because they yeah. just pretend like pandemic two never happened this this is like the the newer halloween sequels where it just jumps from the first movie to this sequel and disregards the other sequel in between uh, that's what this. That's what this does. It completely disregards. Uh, the the second movie, like it never happened. Okay. It never happened. They um, they they reference things from the first movie. Yeah, the, multiple yeah, this is like, times. I think the second, I think this is the second reference. But no, that, like, like the guy who owns Double Decker, be like, yeah, it destroyed the bus. It clearly didn't. They destroyed the bus, and like lots lots of people died that day. But I'm getting <laughs> kind of nervous because I'm saying lots of eagles fly around the. Not, like clearly like these events it doesn't matter it's like it's like you know it would be like this is what it's like okay yeah. this is like if everybody and we know they're not going to do this because they bring it up in every movie and i hate it <laughs> that, that everyone, everyone just forgot that thanos killed half the universe that's what this is like yes yeah um, yeah that that is what this feels like because um they they just like yeah it, it sure it happened, and and everybody's surprised that it happens again because they they knew it happened before, but they forgot completely but about it, it. Yeah, it, it, it because it's been twice. twelve so, years. Yeah, I was just scrubbing through the scenes and we've talked about okay we we talked about that we've talked about Mister Green. Um, we need to talk a little bit about Vertigo. <laughs> Uh, on one of their dates, they go to, and this is the thing you were bringing up before about the wine. Yeah, this is the other the weird product placement that yeah. we get. So, like, um, it, we there's a scene that like opens up on like this like display of like wine products from like this 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 vineyard, Chateau Picard or wherever, and um, <laughs> it's just five bottles of wine set up. Yeah, and then we get a scene like they come in, they sit down, and this guy comes out and be like. Here's your wine. And it's like, okay, thanks. And then it's be like, hey, can you believe we're at the place? This is where the summer house of Alfred Hitchcock, where he was inspired to shoot the movie Vertigo and uh, the birds. And did you know that according <laughs> to a 2012 survey of some bullcrap, all people said that Vertigo was the greatest film of all time, surpassing that of Citizen Kane. And remember earlier when I said that, like, I went to San Juan Batista where they filmed Vertigo and one thing is different. Well, we still haven't paid that off. But wait a couple of things and we will. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm dying to know what it is. And he's like, well, we'll have to go visit. Yeah. Cuts away to them talking to the protesters, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. The protesters may have just been earlier than that. It's so hard to, like, 
remember the exact order of everything until yeah. you get toward the end when the birds actually show up. Yeah. But um, we've got uh, our our lovely dance dance hall scene where it's literally just the two main actors dancing uh, to our friend Damian Carter. Damian Carter, cosmic, cosmic beauty. Um, cosmic beauty. Okay, so we got this song. Like they're dancing and having a grand old time. Like, and he's standing right behind them singing this song called "Cosmic Beauty," which is not about cosmic beauty. It's not. It's no, this, about this the Earth dying. Misnomer. Yes. It, it is uh, literally about the Earth, the planet dying, and all like of our kids we, are going to die, beauty, and the future is bleak. We have to find a way to stop the Earth from dying, save our future, um, something genocide. Bam, 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 bam. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, and they're dancing, and it's completely inappropriate. Like, like no one would be like getting down to this song because it's like yeah. so depressing. Now, Cosmic Beauty. Now, right before this scene. They went and they talked. Now, another recurring theme in this, I, I, I think we should say, and another thing that James Wen likes to post about a lot, is space and the cosmos and yes. all this crap. And he talks about that a little bit in this movie. That's one of the uh, other recurring scenes. We'll just throw that up there. It's like number five or six. Um, I think he was talking to someone, like one of the, I can't remember what, what, what rando it was. That would be like, the body has over 700 trillion cells in it. That's more cells. And it's like in relation. That was to Evan. Like, that was him it, talking about the aging thing. Yeah. The, the, the rejuvatron be yeah. like more galaxies than there are in the universe, which is not true. <laughs> There's more cells uh, in the human body than galaxies in the universe. The galaxies in the universe. I think he means the observable <laughs> universe, but we won't yeah, get probably. into that. <laughs> um, but, um, and so right before this scene, we meet uh, an, an astronomer who talks all about like how many galaxies there are in the universe and crap like that. And it's like, oh, wow. So like that galaxy that you're looking at is super far away. It's like, yeah, I'm glad it's far away so that we can't mess it up with global warming. <laughs> yeah, he's got this so, little tiny, this little tiny telescope. And, yeah, and he's, he's got at, a like, picture of this rose galaxy that he that he took through his tiny telescope. Yeah, through that tiny telescope from it's 200 Earth. million light years away. Be like the like like the bubble or whatever that new one. What is that new telescope called? The, the James one? something. I don't remember. The, the web, the web, web. James Webb Telescope. Yeah. Like, it's clearly, like, something from that. Um, and so, like, Cosmic Beauty, I think, was the name of this short film that he that he did where he just, like, cobbled together a bunch of face images. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, it was, so, like, a, and, it was like, a, like a slideshow. So you would think that the Cosmic Beauty song would be about space. It's not. No. It's Cosmic Beauty. We have to... And, there, and then, okay, so... It's 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 incredibly stupid. And then we get um, remember the the song from the opening credits. Smile, was, smile, smile. Set yourself free. Yeah, some woman singing another, it. Another, another. This one is on me, like that. Um, and they had a lady singing it. But this, I, I would, I'm, I would place money on that. This guy singing it was probably. Because he's an ugly dude, but he has a nice <laughs> voice. Um, he's probably a like a songwriter. He he wrote, like, wrote he the wrote that song. Okay, he did yeah. write I, he did write smile. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Because I 
I strained to check the credits. Okay. Um, but he he did write it. Uh, the the lady performed it for the for the title song, and then he performed it again here. Uh, and then this is you know they get the full song of that again. So these two are dancing through these two full songs. Like, like to, okay, nobody knows how to to pad a scene like as well as James would because all of the walking that we get, all of the this dancing that we get. The, there's no dialogue in this movie until after five and a half minutes. But that, yeah, that's, and that's most per, of that is just use. the guy walking before that. Uh, yeah, that's that's per huge man. Um, yeah, so he's 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 really good at padding at padding time in movies. Am I the only one that noticed that um, uh, this this place that they're that that they're dancing? Number one, it's like someone's house. Yeah, it's like a like a living room, but they moved all the furniture out of the way. Yeah, yeah. So like it's like the, it's not a, it's 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 not like the first pandemic where Damien Carter is like. Like I don't, I think so. at least they're at a bar. Yeah. Okay. And um, I think James Wen wanted to kind of like thought he was like fooling everybody. Like, okay, we're gonna put this other rando in there. Like, there's a guy with a beard that looks like somebody I used to wrestle with. <laughs> and I thought, is that Mike? <laughs> oh I yeah, really the guy just like be. off to the side. Yeah, he was just like it, it. It looks just like this guy I know, and it's just like he's just like. Like clapping and like just like watching them uh, dance to um, uh, to smile. Yeah, and it's just like he's my favorite character in the movie. Um, so, <laughs> oh my god, uh, I'm trying to think. So, what are the randos? Okay, we have the uh, the zip liners. There's nothing really. Like, There's... oh, the zip. I'm just trying to think of all the things that like we should cover before we get to the, the sex scene and then the bird attack. I think, um, I think that's most I of it. I think we've covered all the important stuff. I think the only other thing that I would say about this stuff pre bird attack, because we already talked about the swimsuit sex scene, um, is that uh, on all the dates, like at least twice, um, not Natalie, Kim, like he brought up the fact to be like, hey, I made a ten million dollars today. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that's the first time she asks him if she's gonna buy him a if she, if if he's gonna buy her a Tesla. He's like, yeah, I'll buy it and more. So he's already said he's going to at one time, and then like right before uh, they dance and and presumably bone, um, he says to be like, uh, oh, there was something else, and um. He says that, uh, hey, uh, Kim, I think I'm in love with you. And her response immediately to that is, does this mean you'll buy me a Tesla? Yeah. Yeah. No, just like, wait and buy the green car for only 20 grand, you imbecile. Yeah. Like, like we created a whole guy. For, for like, why would you want to buy something from, from, from Elon Musk, who I presume um, – James Wen hates because you wouldn't engage with him on a Twitter. Uh, the Twitter was like, "Now will you buy me a Tesla?" It's like, <laughs> like, no. Like he already said yes. First of all, there's another scene earlier where he says, um, "Be like," where he basically says, "I love you," but doesn't use those words. And he, uh, he says something to the effect of, "Be like, you know, since you've been in my life, like my life has like really turned around. We haven't seen any evidence of this." It's not like Julie and Jack or 
or replica where we actually see how crappy yeah like, his storytelling skills have gone downhill um where we actually see like he needs some rejuvatron yeah um and these people like what their lives were like before they met their ladies yeah yeah um like we didn't see him struggle or get threatened to be fired like none of that happened and um with Jack, like their uh, their lives were objectively better after, like he showed how their lives got better, whether or not it is due to, because I think that's like a theme that James Wen has, is that get a woman, she'll make your life better. That's like in all his movies. Well, I mean that theory, uh, I I would buy that, especially considering the scene we get right before the end of the movie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> My last wait, what moment? Um, and she says she basically it like my life is so much better. I have I have more energy. And he, you know what she says? She says, "Yeah, oh well, that's nice. I'm glad I can be a positive influence in your life." Like that is friend zone talk, lady. Like <laughs> like that is like if a woman said that to me after I basically told her that I loved her, I would seriously like rethink about like hmm. <laughs> like like it would like really make me think whether or not like I'm wasting my time with this woman you yeah. know yeah it's like 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 she clearly doesn't like me you no. like she's just tolerating me because that's like something like like oh I'm so glad that I can <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's it's really bad anyway so like I just I think I think we got it covered I think we have all the big stuff covered. Yeah. Well, as, like, again, pre, again, this attacks. this whole movie is literally fifty-seven minutes from the beginning of this movie until the 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 birds show up. We get that that usual they they bone and then it fades to black and then it we get like establishing shots of like a little town and it cuts to something else and then the music changes and it cuts back to the same town and we got the bird gifts flying around and dive bombing things and exploding. Yeah. But like, and, I was, I was, I was really shocked that it took as long as it, as it did to get to the bird attack. Like, like I, I really did. The birds are barely in it. Yeah. This, the movie is, it's an hour and 22 minutes long, 40, uh, 57 minutes until the birds show up. Like that does not give us very much time with the birds at all. And uh, once they show up, it's even this is worse than Birdemic because yeah, so, okay, so there's the literally three different there. three different uh, clips, I guess, of these birds that he uses on the on the the film. One of them is them flying in a circle. I guess there's yeah. four because there's flying in a circle. There's uh, a group that like flies across the screen. And then he has yeah. the same group mirrored and flying across the screen the other way, and he does that a bunch of times. And then there's um, the the bird that just kind of like flaps and hovers there until it gets shot and falls out of yeah. the sky. And then there's the swoop bird. Yeah, that, that, that the little game over the thing. Yeah, yeah, the little yeah. game over thing. Yeah, the, the little game over bird, the little game over graphics for like when it gets shot. It looks like a Mario thing. It really does. Like, I don't even think I don't even know if I want to give it that much credit. But it's like <laughs> it like spins around and just drops to the. It just like falls out of screen. Yeah. Um. So the the birds come down and they're dive bombing everything, and then we go back to our two main characters who are just no, who are on another date. Yeah, 
That's yeah, they're having a like, casual a stroll the through the woods. Cat. Yeah, they're walking through the redwood forest, and, and all of a sudden, one of those, and we get another one of those shots that clearly James Wen didn't shoot, where he's just where it's like this pan shot of like this giant redwood where he just like yeah. goes all the way down, and I'm just like, what about the bird? Like the whole time you're like you're you're trying. You're supposed to be enjoying the beauty of this magnificent tree. Yeah. But you're just thinking about, wait a minute, what about the birds? Where's the birds? Why are we really wasting more time with this? Uh, but while they're walking and they they stop to look at the at the tree, then uh, Zach Galifianakis shows up. Um, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Alan Baugh shows up looking yes. exactly like Zach Galifianakis. And he's just like, hi. And he's got this, hi. like, this teal, like, button-up shirt on. Short sleeve thing, and he's like and there he with, with his new pick. girlfriend, Katie. <laughs> oh, no. And then the birds show up, and he's like, "Oh, this the is just like what attacking. happened to me and Natalie twelve years ago." And okay, she looks at... okay. This is the this is this is the second dumbest thing yes, in the entire movie. Is is um is how they write Natalie out of the movie because uh, Whitney Moore said no way. Smartly like, said yeah. no. Uh, so, um, and then Kate, like he said, be like, I. They attacked us in Half Moon. He literally says they hacked. Us, they attacked us in Half Moon and Half Moon Bay twelve years ago. Okay, yeah. which is it, uh, James. It's more like fifteen, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and then Katie is like, "Who's Natalie?" And then <laughs> Rock says, "Like it's." Uh, just some lady I used to know. She decided to go away, and we parted as friends. Yeah, that that's how they wrote her out. Of, and then and then Katie says like, oh, "Well, she better be." And it's yes, like, she... uh, it's like okay. First of all, wow. Uh, like you guys, you have to see it to like fully appreciate like just how because like there's he's supposed to be like trying to like get him to like move away from the bird attack, but here he is having an argument with his girlfriend. About another girlfriend from twelve years ago, and about whether or not they're just friends. Yeah, I'd be like, he, she's this lady I used to know. She decide, she's this lady I used to know. She decided to go away, and we parted as friends. Yep. Great dialogue. Yeah, it's like it's that perfect. was like, I felt like I even said this like, no, wait, what? Like that's how. Like just, just don't bring her up. Yeah, we'll break up. Just we have this it. girl, this girl, yeah. Um, I mean, like, and or then they, just be like, or 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 be like how they dealt with Megan Fox not being in Transformers Three, be like she broke with she broke up with me. I found somebody new. End of story. Yeah. Uh, they they finally um leave that area, and then smash cut to some bikers. Yeah, yeah. The bikers are um um they might be <laughs> my favorite randos. Because they, they they're riding their bikes to the forest, and then they're just hanging out in the woods, drinking they, some cold know, ones. You know, they, yeah, they had some zimas, uh, <laughs> and they're just like hanging out on the side of the road, like what are you doing there? Let's go to the bar, just like or or something. And and then the birds show up, yeah, and they 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 attack, and so they like these guys guns they all have from guns. nowhere. Okay, they all have guns on them. But one of them drops his beer and runs <laughs> off screen, and we cut to like the birds attacking. And when we cut back to them, he's and 
James Roy did this guy dirty. Like he was like shooting. <laughs> you could tell he was shooting. He was doing the shooting movement, but he didn't put the special effect in. Yeah. And he, he threw had like another a, gun almost to like another an AR fifteen or something. And then it's be like, here, here are these guns that I keep here in the forest. And they they start shooting. It's it's so bizarre that like he, he ran off screen to go get these guns <laughs> to go get these 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 it's these semi automatics. So, yeah. And then they all and get slashed across the throat anyway. The yeah. bird swoops down and and this is literally how everybody who gets killed by a bird dies in this movie. Uh the bird this a giant bird just yeah, swoops uh, yeah. by him regardless of which way the character is facing. We get a little spurt of red and they fall down, you know, dead. Dead. like their neck gets sliced by the bird. Yeah. It doesn't matter if their hands are up, if their arms are in the way, if they're turned the opposite direction, their throats always get sliced by this giant swooping bird. And uh, we do actually get a rando in here uh, a few scenes later. Um, with this lady swinging an umbrella around and she's yeah, actually like... She's we, we, like, ah, ah, like she's getting into it, man. Uh, there's another guy, I think, in the same sequence. The guy, the pickup truck guy. Yeah, the guy in the pickup truck gets out <laughs> and he has, a, like, I think, an M16. Yeah, and he's shooting them. And James didn't put any of the graphics, so he's in, like rolling around on the ground, like to yeah. dodge these birds. That yeah, there's none like, even he flying just totally, there. He did this guy total, totally dirty. And he's just like swinging at nothing. Like, ah, ah, ah. You can put the graphics in. <laughs> right after uh, the the birds kill the bikers, uh, oh, yeah. the, oh, God. the crew comes across their dead bodies and they're like, oh, let's take their guns so we can yeah, protect ourselves from us. these yeah. oh, crazy no, no, birds. Okay, yeah, that's that's Evan. And it's like <laughs> one of the dumbest things he says in the movie. And he says lots of dumb stuff. But this is yeah. like, hey, let's take these guys as guns. To protect us from these crazy birds, and then as now, soon as they leave the forest, there's they find like <laughs> there's a, a dead guy dead laying on a car, that, like like two guys, and like, okay, guys, sorry, but they're kind of fat guys, and oh, yeah, um, I mean, they're like, what's that? I said, yeah, it's you know, yeah, and uh, he's like, oh, these guys are dead. Let's take their car and and uh, let's take their car to get out of here. And I'm like, what is wrong with your car? <laughs> Why and probably ran out of charge. Car. So Tesla ran out of charge. <laughs> so they move. Okay, these guys are clearly not dead because you can see them taking steps yeah. when they're moving them off of the car. <laughs> but we, of course, we get times. the whole shot of them moving the the body completely off the hood and resting it on the side of the road. And I'm, you know, James is good at that too, giving us shots of things that, you know, can be inferred instead of us actually, you know, having to watch it. Yeah, okay. So I think uh this happened before. Okay. So I and then we get the bar th- scene. Okay, yeah. There are, there are three scenes that I think that are that 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 are prominent during the bird attack that we sh- that we should talk about. And the order the order is... really doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's the yeah. It's the bar scene where okay, the bar scene starts where um everyone's alive in it and James Wen turns around, he does his little cameo, and he gets up and he walks out so he can survive. He doesn't have to put on the moulage to get killed by the birds. So we see him leave, and then we cut to our heroes. They pull up and they go in, and everyone in the bar is dead. Yeah, even James. Yeah, 
Oh, is James dead? Yeah, his body was was sitting there oh. by the other on oh, the floor. I, I think I'm pretty sure okay. that was him. Well, I'll have to look at it again. I I might be wrong. I've been wrong. I might on the be wrong too. Before, ask Val Kilmer. Um, <laughs> but um, so and then I think I think Alan gives his best his best performance. <laughs> well, no, his second best performance of the movie. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about his best performance when we get to it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking it's about. Incredible. Oh yes, it's yeah. incredible. It, it it might be the best thing in the whole movie. <laughs> um, so Jeremy, why don't you tell us Alan's best line? His best. I'm, his, I'm, his best line delivery. I'm looking for it because uh, I know I I know I said it. Uh, these birds are stressing me out. I'm gonna drink a beer. <laughs> so he goes like, and uh, so they, so they they all sit down and have a drink. It's never explained how the birds got in, got into this, got inside, got yeah, into the bar to kill these people. Because usually <laughs> you're safe inside, right? Yeah, they can only unless they break your windows, but the windows weren't broken in this. Yeah. So Alan is, or Rod, sorry, Rod is behind the bar. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna be part. Like I own this place now. Screw it. <laughs> and he starts like serving everybody drinks and Evan in I think the dumbest thing that he says or like 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 he has a big old glass of beer or or whatever he's drinking it's be like man we should really get out of here before the birds come back and kill us and then like <laughs> casually picks up his drink and like takes a little sip and puts yeah. it back down and yeah yeah These birds like are going to kill us Birds are gonna kill us. Okay, have a sip yeah. of beer. Uh, and then we get like, I don't know if it's like a campground or like a trailer park or a combination of the two. I'm not really sure what it is. Uh, but this is when we get the other flailing randos, uh, including the umbrella lady and the, the umbrella uh, lady tactical guy. ground roll guy. Yeah, we get the lady out with her rake, who gets murdered. Uh, and then, oh, oh, there's one other character we have to talk about before we get to the doctor. Uh, and this gentleman is credited solely as rapper. Now, I call him Dancing Man. Yeah. But I think um, he's rapper because I, I'm pretty sure this is another song commissioned for this movie. Uh, he gets out of his car, of course, in the, in the woods, and he's dancing around with his music playing in the background, and, and, and it's it it it's like some uplifting rap song. Yeah, which I'm gonna presume is about Jesus because it's about <laughs> like I think he might be one of them Jesus rappers. I'm not making I, a judgment. Maybe on that at I don't all. know. Um, um, but like it very it, it to me the the lyrics sounded like very uplifting. So yeah. like I don't think he's like a gangster rapper or like, you know, like I, I think he's one of them, them positivity rappers. Uh, and you know what? Like. That might, that might be accurate uh, based on his scene. Uh, he is dancing around. He gets murdered by a oh, bird yeah. while he's dancing. And then when Rod and, and them find him, he's still alive for a second. Yeah, and he like he he rolls over pretty easily. Yeah, he gives he gives probably my favorite line delivery of the whole movie. Forgive free the, bir- no, the, not free the birds. birds. 
forgive, forgive the, the birds, birds <laughs> and then he dies. And then dies. <laughs> forgive the birds. So he might be one of those positivity guys. If he's saying, hey, forgive the birds, like they just killed me because they're dumb birds and they don't know what they're doing. Um, And then this leads us to uh, my favorite that- character. My favorite character in this movie. Dr. Uh, Sex. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Sex. Uh, what's he actually? Doctor Extinction. That's what they they call me, Doctor Extinction. Okay, this guy call me Doctor Sex. This guy is standing there talking to our group of four, none of which who have died, by the way. Um, He he, he, um he 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 brings like like he like is like like guys come over here. He like waves them down. Yeah, you know how like when you're going to an event and there's parking there, yeah, and they like swing their arm to like show you where to drive your car that's what he was doing to them to get them to pull into his driveway and he immediately starts talking about how he saved his house with his 100 gallon water tank that he sprayed on the the wildfires last year uh and so then he's like last mention of wildfires yeah he's like he's like it used to be wildfires every once in a while but now it's wildfires all the time year round everywhere and now it's the sea eagles turn to attack and coming soon we won't even be able to breathe coming, the coming air the dude literally says coming soon we won't be able to even like, breathe the air like, a, not not pretty soon not like you know in in like 10 years no, coming soon. Coming like next soon. Next year in like 2024. We're not going to make it to the next election. So don't worry about all the idiots who are going to run. And don't they're, worry about they're, that. We're all going to They're be talking dead. about um, the climate so, changing. And they're just like, he's like, yeah, the it, earth is already at two degrees Celsius when it's only supposed <laughs> to be at 1.2 degrees Celsius. Oh, that I thought the experts cold. said we had until 2050. No, the Earth has already don't crossed the threshold. Don't believe them. Why? Don't believe them. We're going to be dead in a couple years. We will be extinct. So all you need to do is go find somebody to love, which it looks like you guys all have. So you need to go and have sex and love people and die. Now, okay, I was making this joke. Jeremy, back me up. I was making this joke about uh, about this character. Who like he's like the opposite of Mr. Green. Yeah. Mr. Green is like like um like hey, we're gonna go build build colonies in space. This guy is like, no, we're we're doomed. We're absolutely we're just all dead in a couple years. We're we're, we're 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 all dead. So and I'm not gonna say but so all everybody go bone and uh, bone I said the F word. Yeah. Everybody so yeah, all we have left is love. So everybody go go bone. Because we're all gonna die. Dead. He he and, and the, he literally and tells said, them to get effed and die. Yeah. Then Jeremy says, "Oh my gosh, he really does say just go have a lot of sex because we're all gonna die." Yeah. It's like what the hell? It's so it's so amazing, and it just like, comes yeah, just, out of just, nowhere all, in this movie. All we have left is love. So just find someone, find someone to hump while we go extinct. <laughs> That's all it boils down to. Go have sex until we're all dead. Like like lots and lots of them. <laughs> so then they they all leave that was, and they go back that was the toward the last of my yeah. Yeah. That was the they... last of my three oh my gosh, I can't believe what I just heard moments. Yeah. Uh and then we get uh our final confrontation with uh our group of four and the sea eagles as they're walking along this beach area. <laughs> 
uh, and they have their guns, and the birds are swarming, and they're shooting at the birds, and then they run out it's, of ammo. And it's this not is, nearly as intense. It's no. not now. Be, yeah, now before we get to Rod's finest moment, <laughs> this is not. This seems not nearly as like intense as like the the like the van the van scene on the beach from oh, yeah. Redemic One. Yeah, because like 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 we've said, his skills just diminish. Yeah, As I don't know what happened, but it's, it's, it's he, he it's, really it's needs like, the Rejuvatron, like to help his yeah, brain. Yeah, it's it's like, not it's it's not like it's not like that at all. It's you, like you're just watching this and you're like, okay, shooting the birds, okay, yeah. this thing almost over, and then yes, Rod does and it the is almost over. He's ever done. Yes. Uh, so Rod looks off to the side and he sees like a log. He runs over to the log, and I'm like, oh, he's going to pick up, like, this big stick that he sees there and start swinging it at the birds. No. There's There's a a freaking plastic coat hanger that he runs over to pick up. He runs back, starts swinging it at the birds. The coat hanger is not the best thing. (laughs) No. The coat hanger is not the best scene. The, 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 the best thing. He just happens to be holding it when he does the best thing that he's ever yes. done. Yes, he, he's swinging this coat hanger, and then he stops and he does a spin kick. He does just he does this amazing roundhouse kick, like 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 Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like like I'm it 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 was it was so like it was like like a bre- it was like a, a glass of like fresh water after being in the desert. Like that. and then and then that's when the birds leave. Yeah, they yeah, just turn around and fly off, off over the like ocean. They did in one, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, the birds are giving us a second chance." Like, no, this would be like a fourth chance by now, big guy. Yeah. So, so and so <laughs> they sit and they watch. I want to know whatever happened to those kids from Birdemic One. Did they? Did <laughs> because like it, it it made me think like while I was watching them like right, while the birds f off and like music plays like it like like in Birdemic One. Yeah. I honestly thought. Like down, like you know how they're watching them, and like down at the bottom, there's like like a like a three quarters thing, like down there in the corner. I thought that James Wen <laughs> took a cutout image of like all like their heads looking at it, so that no, he actually filmed it because they were standing stock still. And yeah, I was like, until one image. guy that moves a little, that bit. is a ping image until Evan like moves his head, and I was like, <laughs> what? They're they're actually there? Yeah, they're standing perfectly still uh and then the credits roll and this is where we have the final problem with the movie okay so um the credits you 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 would think that the credits are um would would like that's not something you would mess up yeah he does like badly (laughs) like so bad we we cut the credits and it, I think it's like the fourth or fifth final song that was commissioned for for this uh, for this movie, and we listen to this song and it's the um it's the promotional image of the Van Gogh painting for Birdemic Three. Now he puts white text over like this blue and white painting and yeah. has it scroll up, so it's already hard to read. But that's not the worst of it. <laughs> the, the, like like the worst of it is is that um <clears throat> this is not just the painting it's it's a promotional graphic for the movie that he's put on twitter and instagram and 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 all these other and they it already has the credits in in this hard to read font down at the bottom so 
while you're and it's not even really centered it like brings no, it up not. and it's like everything is impossible to read so he's scrolling credits against a graphic that already has the credits on it yeah it's got all and the actors so, and producers and all the stuff yeah, at the bottom yeah it's 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 so poorly done that you can't read any of it yeah and you're just like oh my god and the song is awful it's like yeah. it's a global village got to reach for the sky gotta help to make it survive like yeah it's bad and uh that so yeah that's for demic three the and main there, the main takeaway from thing. this movie is that all sea lions and whales will die of cancer yeah all yeah all sea lions and whales will die of cancer and we all need to get into a space elevator and go live in space or failing that just take go bang your wife until you die <laughs> Take Rejuvatron so you yeah. don't get Alzheimer's or stroke. And and Vertigo is the best movie ever. <laughs> uh, and Cosmic Beauty and like we have so many trillions of galaxies in the universe. <sighs> all and in all, this movie makes me long to watch Birdemic Shock and Terror. <laughs> like, yeah, I would yeah. rather so just watch think, that one. I think that like in the pantheon of Birdemic, I think this is the, this is the worst one. I think it's worse than Birdemic 2. Um, because and 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 I'll tell you why. Because oh, hang on, sorry. Mike, come on in, Mike. <laughs> come in. You want to come in? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you out there. I was doing something. So you're trash, kitty. My cat was outside somehow. Um, can you hear him? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but um, here I'm gonna let him out. Um. But so what happened was, um, where was I? Pandemic two. Sorry, my cat distracted yes. me. <laughs> um, you you think about it. He's been trying to get this movie made since at least 2016. Yeah. Okay, and in like many interviews, I've I, I've seen of him because you know I hate him, so I like follow his every move. He's one of my arch nemeses. So. Um, all he's been saying for like the last seven years is be like, like you know, he like has this thoughtful pose on, be like, I want to make Birdemic three because you know, it's a great story. It has a great story. <laughs> this didn't have a story at all. No, like it was just random talking. The last seven years of of his life, that is not an insignificant amount of time, ladies and gentlemen. Like like a seven year stretch of your life, that is that's a pretty big chunk of chunk of calendar right there. Yeah, and this is what he's been doing with it. And <laughs> yeah, you look nothing. at it, and it's it's really bad. Like this is what this is what he's wasting his life doing. And like I would like if it were anybody but him, I'd feel bad for him. But like, if, like, look, bro, if this is how you want to waste your life, go ahead. But it's like what I don't know, man. Like. It's really Josh bad. wants to know which one's more painful, two or three. Uh, this one. Well, I mean, three. okay, this one. Okay, I, I this one gave us a lot more to talk about. I think. Um, yes, this one. It feels because with the second one, he was kind of leaning into the whole. You know, this movie's so bad; it's good thing. Yeah. And this one, he went back this one toward is like pure. Yeah. This is this is this is this is genuine. This is. This is this is pure uncut way. This is not anything else. This is not him pretending to be anything else. Yeah. Um, I don't think 
I mean, clearly the the best one is uh, uh, Birdemic One. I don't think that's in any danger of being of being dethroned. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, but uh, so, but like you can tell that like with Birdemic Two, that like he just wanted to put that in the rearview mirror with this one. He kind of wanted like a fresh start. Yeah. So like he like didn't reference it at all. Didn't reference any of the events. He referenced. Birdemic won a lot, um, but you could tell he kind of just kind of wanted to like reclaim it. So and and he did, but he made it worse. <laughs> so yeah, it's. Um, I guess this is the point where we would say, would we would you watch this movie on Rift? But we did. <laughs> we did. We already did. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and it was so, bad. Yeah. So I guess. You, uh, are there any other thoughts you have about the movie? Because I think I covered pretty much. I want anything I want. Yeah, I think we hit everything that was uh, that was important enough. That was to talk oh, no. About. I'm, I'm sure we missed some stuff. Yeah, like, again, we talk about there's the so much in this movie that's just like it's it's impossible to keep it all in your like working memory. Uh, for long enough to talk about it before it gets completely brain dumped and never watched again. Uh, I don't know if this is going to get brain dumped. I think I'm going to remember this for a while. I think there's, there's definitely parts of it that I'll remember. Like the, the horny extinction doctor. Uh, I will remember Which I him. think he qualifies as the horny friend in this movie. Like, like, like there are some James. Oh, like, uh, didn't get, we, we, <laughs> we didn't get a horny friend. Yeah. There was no, there was no air humping, but, uh, yeah, we did get the guy, this guy. I think he he fits that quota pretty nicely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, yes, yes. Unlike with the second one with Birdemic Two, where they they said that they would never riff it simply because of how it was made. Uh, to lean into the oh, this is a bad movie. <laughs> this one goes back to being earnest. I believe a hundred percent. I think earnest they could riff it. Wayne. Yeah. And I think they could riff this one very easily. Do you want them to riff it, though? I mean, like, I'm kind of, I mean, like, I know my opinion means not hardly a lot. Like, if I had my way, I'd be like, no, no, don't do it. Um, but it's not, but it's it's not my business. And that's just me being my, my personal petty whatever. <laughs> but I'm going to say I wouldn't be surprised if we got this this year. Um, no, if we got an MP3 the, maybe, as, maybe as the live show. Honestly, well, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying I want it to happen like that, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. Uh, I, I don't think I would hold it against them. Like they're very excited like... about their their live this year. So, um, I mean, it could be this. Honestly, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if it was uh, Accelerator from uh, David Giancola okay. from a couple years ago. Hey Jeremy, um, I gotta put you on mute for just a second, so just yeah. keep on talking. Yeah, no problem. I can I can okay. fill time. Yeah, I can okay. I'll uh, be right vamp back. with the best of them. Um, so yeah, I I think we might get this one either as a just the jokes or maybe a VOD because I know James One isn't uh, opposed to them releasing them as VODs. I mean that's how we got Replica. Uh, they released it unriffed before they released the Rift version, and that movie had never actually been released before. So I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they did Rift this one this year at some point. Uh, I kind of hope they do, honestly. 
I mean, it, not because I want to watch the movie again, but I would love to hear the reaction to some of this, these scenes. Yeah, it's almost time for the Kickstarter. Uh, probably in like another week or two. I don't know. I'd have to look up when they started the last one because it's usually in February, like usually around the midway point, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, I had a little. I had a little emergency that I had to take care of, which I think you guys can probably all guess what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, when do they do the Kickstarter? Generally, like mid February. February. Yeah. yeah. So we should be getting January, pretty February, close. So it's about that time. Yeah. I'm just I'm trying to look up last year's when they 2022. Oh, that was I'm... later last year cuz it didn't end until April. Oh, so it was like March last year then. Yeah. Um but still we're we're in that window. We're in the beginning the beginning part of that window uh for for them to have uh an announcement coming down the the pike. As it were. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I I guess we're probably only going to get one. I think it's probably going to be a oneer from here on out. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised um, if that's what we end up with, just because you know all the the different troubles with traveling now and just everything being dumb. <laughs> I also, wouldn't be surprised. they're not spring chickens either. I mean, like, yeah. we got to take that into account. Yeah, we we got to face facts. <laughs> They're 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 starting to get older. Yeah, not super old, but older. Yeah, old enough. Yeah, old enough. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. But uh, I think so. That's we covered about everything it for about three. Yeah, for Demic three, we talked about it for. This might be our longest episode. Yeah, cheese. We're at. Uh, we've been live for an hour and fifty three minutes. So, I think wow. we talked about this movie longer than it took. For them to actually introduce the birds in Pandemic Three, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, um, that's gonna I think that's gonna wrap things up for us here today. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at PB and Awesome or anywhere else really that that you can make an account. Look for PB and Awesome, and it's probably me. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at TB Riffcast. Uh, and uh, you can check me out on Twitter at the Chadwick Author. You can check me out on Amazon and on Audible. Get all my books. Uh, I actually spent the last couple of days editing spaghetti and meatballs. Nice. Um, I'm not really sure if what I'm going to do with this one yet. Um, I mean, we'll see. I kind of said on Facebook that I wasn't going to self-publish it, that I kind of want to hold on to it for other publishers, but I don't know. Um, but uh, I do want to graduate eventually to 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 the big boys i think yeah. i don't know i think i got the chops for it <laughs> but yeah the next uh george rr R. martin folks well i'm actually gonna write books <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's one thing that you got over him right now yeah you're actually is that i'm actually writing. is that i'm actually publishing books yeah yeah <laughs> all right on that note we will see you guys next time right here on the True Blue Riftcast. Rock till you die. Rock till you die.